This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Thursday, July 16th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. In a press conference yesterday afternoon, Maryland Governor Larry Hogan described a, quote, massive, sophisticated criminal enterprise that scammers used stolen identities to submit nearly half a billion dollars of fraudulent unemployment claims to Maryland. Hogan said there were over 47,500 fraudulent claims that were submitted from out of state and that the state's unemployment website actually detected it. In turn, they reported it to federal authorities who are investigating, and Hogan said they have no idea who or what, but they do believe that the names were obtained in one of the larger national data breaches. He did emphasize that the Maryland system was secure and no data was stolen from the Maryland system. Secretary of Labor Tiffany Robinson was on hand as well, and she said that they were made aware of the fraudulent claims while they were still in the review process and the claims were not paid out. In other news out of the press conference, Governor Hogan updated everybody on the COVID and Maryland seems to be ticking up just a little bit. It's still trending good, but it's concerning. He continued to stress the importance of local health departments enforcing the public health requirements in bars and restaurants. They are advising young people to avoid crowded bars, house parties, and large gatherings of any kind because their positivity rate is 85% higher than most everybody else's. He did encourage anybody that was engaged in that type of behavior to immediately get a COVID-19 test. He also strongly advised that any Marylander refrain from traveling to any area that's experiencing any kind of escalating numbers, and anybody that has traveled to or is returning from one of those states should get tested immediately upon return. He reminded everybody that we are still at a safer at home order, which means that Marylanders are safer at home. Employers should encourage telework if it's possible, avoid public transportation unless it's absolutely necessary, and wear the masks as required. He did touch base on the school situation for a little bit. Didn't say a whole lot other than the deadline to submit the plan is August 14th. But he did say that there would be a press conference next week where state superintendent of schools, Karen Salmon, would be there. And speaking of schools, it looks like Dr. Arlotto here in Anne Arundel County Public Schools is sort of whittling down and telling us what they're not going to do come the fall. Yesterday afternoon, he announced that A-B days are now no longer being considered. However, they are looking into a situation where students would attend for two consecutive days. There would be a day where schools would be closed and cleaned, and then a second set of students would come in on the second set of consecutive days to finish out the week. Very similar to what Montgomery County is doing. He said that full buses will not be happening. Well, I think we kind of already knew that. They're going to lay it out to one student per row. Siblings of the same family could sit in the same row. The seat behind the driver would be left empty, and there would also be another row left empty for a bus aid. He also said that there would not be full classrooms. And again, I think we probably already knew that. He said that they are going to maintain six-foot physical distancing, which would limit class size to 10 to 12 students. Again, he is supposed to have his finalized plan by the end of July. And as I said the other day, I think this is going to mimic Montgomery County exactly. But it's all up to the state superintendent what she wants to do. A few COVID closings. The Anne Arundel County Public Library's Odenton branch had an employee test positive for COVID-19. They have begun contact tracing by the health department. Now, that library just opened up on July 6th, and that employee last worked at the library on July 10th, so it didn't take too long to get into that. 
the library is currently open to the public, which seems to be a little bit of a departure from what they're doing at the North Arundel Aquatic Center in Glen Burnie. There, a patron tested positive for COVID-19, and they have closed the Aquatic Center for 14 days. They're going to perform a thorough cleaning of the Aquatic Center. And what they're saying is that any person without symptoms who used the pool between July 7th and Tuesday, July 14th, should quarantine for 14 days from the last day at the pool and also get tested three to five days after your first exposure at the pool. Any person with symptoms who use the pool during that time should call the health department immediately and get tested. Their number is 410-222-7256, and they should isolate while waiting for results. Now, the Arundel Swim Center down here in Annapolis was closed when an employee tested positive last week, but that was only a closure for two days. And in restaurant news, the Jetty Dock Bar over on Kent Island, as well as Annie's Paramount Steak, as well as Fat Boy's Crab Shack here in Gambrels, have all closed for a few days because employees have tested positive for the COVID-19. All three restaurants are closing, they're getting all their employees tested, and they are deep cleaning the restaurants to make sure that they are as sanitary as possible. I mentioned this the other day, but I do not know why there is no standard protocol as to what a business or restaurant is supposed to do when an employee tests positive. There is a giant loophole there. And finally, as to be expected, we have a few more cancellations due to COVID. ABC Events, who are the people that put on the Maryland Seafood Festival, the Baybridge Paddle, the Maryland Chicken Wing Festival, the Fiesta Latina, have announced that they are going to be postponing which means canceling, the Maryland Seafood Festival this year. That was originally scheduled for the 26th and 27th of September, and they have now pushed it to September 25th and 26th of 2021. Any tickets that have been purchased will be honored for the 2021 dates. And they have said that next year they are going to be bringing back the annual crab soup cook-off, which will be a good thing. The Baybridge Paddle is in its fifth year. That was originally scheduled for June 6th. It was rescheduled until August. That now has also been canceled and postponed until 2021. And finally, the Maryland Chicken Wing Festival, which is probably one of my favorite festivals, was originally scheduled for April 4th. They rescheduled that early on in this thing to November 7th. And that's still technically on the books, but they're going to be making a decision in the next few weeks as to what will happen with that. So you want to keep your eye out on that on their Facebook page or check out their website at abceventsinc.com. And one of my favorite events... The Boatyard Beach Bash, which is a traditional harbinger of the end of summer, is canceled this year because of COVID-19. It was scheduled for August 29th. And Alice Estrada, who is the chairman and president of the Naples Maritime Museum and Park, said that in the midst of COVID-19, our priority continues to be the health and safety of our staff and volunteers and guests. And as such, we are following the recommendations of local and national leaders. Now, Dick Franio, board member, founder of the event and the owner of its namesake, the Boatyard Bar and Grill, really kind of expressed his disappointment as well. He said, we're so disappointed to cancel the event, but the health and safety is paramount. We will be back with the Boatyard Beach Bash bigger than ever next year. Dick, that's a promise. We'll hold you to it. He did also encourage you to make sure that you check out everything that's going on at the museum and park, the Skipjack Wilma Lee, the park itself over on Edgewood Road, the micro weddings, and more. You can find all that out at amaritime.org. Sorry to see that one go. All right, that does wrap it up for today. Please make sure you're checking out ionanapolis.net throughout the day because we do update it throughout the day. If you are someplace you can leave us a rating or a review, please do that and let your friends, family, and colleagues all know how to get a podcast, how to download it, and how to download this one. 
It is Thursday, so we do have Trevor standing by with your Annapolis Makerspace Maker Minutes. And as we have every day, George Young is standing by from DMV Weather with your local DMV weather forecast. All of that's coming up in just one minute. But first, here's Rick Peters from Solar Energy Services. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services. Have you been looking for ways to save money recently? Maybe you should consider solar energy for your home. Or are you waiting for the technology to get cheaper? If so, how long are you going to wait? Today's solar costs less than 20% of what it cost 10 years ago. But while solar prices have declined every year, so have the financial incentives. Bottom line, if you wait for cheaper solar, you're also waiting for lower incentives. Take my home, for example. My solar system was installed in 2010, and it's been paid off for almost five years. And I no longer have to buy any electricity for another 15 to 20 years. If I waited for cheaper solar, I'd still be paying an electric bill. At Solar Energy Services, we have thousands of satisfied customers who are sure glad they didn't wait. So what are you waiting for? Sunshine's a wasted. Call us today for a free solar design at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. Sunshine, sunshine, nothing else can make me feel so fine. Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast. Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Thursday, July 16th. Yesterday brought another sun-filled sky to the Annapolis region with high temps in the upper 80s to lower 90s in spots. And while today will be similar in terms of high temps, we should see a bit more cloud activity in the skies above with a small chance of some PM showers and storms as well, followed by a better chance for rain Friday through Sunday with temps near or above the 90 degree mark each day for most locations in Anne Arundel County, especially Sunday and even Monday when temps are expected to be in the 92 to 99 degree range for everyone in the region, with the early outlook for next week being widespread 90s with a chance of showers and storms each day. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DCMDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website each day at dmvweather.com so you can always stay weather informed. It's the most important ring you'll ever have. It's the one that goes on the third finger, left hand. It's the engagement ring we design and create for a couple in love. It may not be the biggest diamond you'll ever own or the most expensive. It might actually be quite modest, but there will never be a more important one. Look at what it's saying, and we'll say, forever. This is one of the delights that comes with doing what we do. Being part of all that here at Zachary's Jewelers. And with six designers on staff, there's nothing you can imagine that we cannot create. If you'd like to design your engagement ring with us, come to Zachary's. Zachary's. Online at Zachary'sJewelers.com. More than a jewelry store, a jeweler. Every week, makers, crafters, and educators hold events all over the area. Highlighting some of those, here's our Makers Minute, brought to you by Annapolis Makerspace. Hey, this is Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. 
Today at noon, the National Cryptologic Museum is doing another crypto story time with Miss Katie, a story time from the museum library's children's books. Just tune in live. On Saturday in downtown Annapolis, Watermark Tours is continuing their Architects tour series. Explore 300 years of architecture in historic Annapolis with a professional guide on this walking tour at Kittens and Cups, the Cat Cafe up off of Defense Highway. On Sunday, they're doing a cat macrame wall hanging class. Get the kit and join in the Zoom class on Sunday. Learn how to create a beginner's macrame wall hanging shaped like a cat, of course. They also have a Space Cat take-home painting kit with an optional Zoom class for that as well. Also be aware that they have a GoFundMe up to help keep things running and the kitties taken care of during all this craziness. At the Anne-Marie Sculpture Gardens down in Solomons, they're continuing their online activities. Today, they have another Green Queen's art scene in their virtual art lab, upcycling household items into eco-friendly art. On Tuesday is Kitchen Creative's Art Recipe Fun, using common kitchen and household items to mix your own clays, paints, glues, and more. On Wednesday, there's a virtual preschool art and story time. And also on Wednesday, there's a tween paint party virtual camp with a new painting each week. Wine and Design in Annapolis has more take-home kits. This week, check out Colorful Sale, Kobe the Camel, Summer Sangria, Timmy the Bird, and Mason Jar Fireflies. The Kid Museum up in Bethesda has some more online activities. Check out their Make It DIY workshops. This week's theme is Jurassic Kids, with workshops including Q-tip dinosaur skeletons, do-it-yourself cardboard dinosaurs, volcanoes, be a triceratops, as well as a dino grabber toy. Also check out their Make It Summer Camp, streamed right to your home, including Community Kids for 6th through 9th graders next week, and more classes the following weeks. Code Ninjas in Edgewater has more coding camps and summer camps open right now. And the Annapolis Streaming Facebook group has been featuring a lot more in-person live performances, but they still have some streaming options as well. Tonight, there's a live art Maryland Quarantiny concert again. Tomorrow, Tuesday, and Wednesday, Spencer Joyce is live streaming. And Sunday, check out Doc Pine's Doomsday Brunch. At Art Farm in Annapolis, check out their Fearless Girls Photography Camp going on right now, with another one starting next week. And registration is open for their summer art camps. There'll be more of those starting early in August, including mixed media sculpture, art Annapolis, street art graffiti and public art, as well as graphic design camps at the Benjamin Banneker Museum and Park up in Ellicott City. On Saturday, check out What's Cooking in Banneker's Cabin. Check out some 18th century foods Mr. Banneker may have enjoyed and learn how he prepared his meals outside. Volunteer foodways historians and an outdoor hearth will show you what's cooking. At the Anne Arundel County Public Library System, once again, they have a bunch of weekday Facebook story times, but then also today they're doing YouTube stars, teaching online safety. Kids will also learn about planning, recording, and editing interesting videos. Also today, check out NASA's Next Rover to Mars, Perseverance. Dr. Adrian Brown, Deputy Program Scientist for the Mars 2020 mission, will share fun and interesting facts about NASA's upcoming mission on July 17th, including the Jezero Crater, the Mars Helicopter, the SuperCam Laser System, as well as how the samples on Mars will be collected and returned to Earth by 2031. Tomorrow, the library has another great movies discussion, this time with Howard's End. Winner of three Oscars, this movie stars Emma Thompson, Hella Bonham Carter, Anthony Hopkins, and Vanessa Redgrave, and can be watched through the library's access to Canopy with a K. On Monday, the library has the groundwater approach, building a practical understanding of structural racism, an interactive presentation on the impact and nature of structural racism and what it looks like across institutions. Also on Monday, check out How to Be an Anti-Racist with Guggenheim Fellow and New York Times bestselling author Ibram X. Kendi discussing his renowned book, How to Be an Anti-Racist. And then on Wednesday, the library has another intro to ebooks and streaming, where they'll discuss all the different options they have through the library to keep you occupied and entertained. The Enoch Pratt Library up in Baltimore has tons more online activities, including Facebook story times, fashion camp, introduction to various applications and programs, writing workshops, sing-alongs for kids, storytelling, maker foundation for teens, drawing, and lots more. The Pongo's Learning Lab at Coder Kids Club out in Crofton has lots of summer camp options and fun things to do online, so check them 
them out as well. And at Annapolis Makerspace, on Tuesday, we have our monthly CAD CAM with CNC using Fusion 360 workshop, where you can learn about CNC routers and how to use Fusion 360 to set up your job with the router. You can find links to all of these events at the Annapolis Makerspace website at makeannapolis.org. And whether you're making art, software, sawdust, or just a mess, chances are you're already a maker. This has been Trevor from Annapolis Makerspace with this week's Maker Minutes. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, ionanapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.